Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Checking in about food allergies and introducing allergenic foods. And have you done peanut with your baby yet? Well, intact nuts and thick globs of nut butters like peanut butter are choking hazards for babies, but we want to get that peanut protein into your baby early and often in order to help lower the risk of peanut allergy down the road. My absolute favorite way to introduce peanuts for babies is using the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs. So When you hear puffs, like you're probably like, oh, those starchy little puff things. Like, no, no, no. Not the little ones that earlier eaters can't pick up. Those kind of crappy puffs from the store that have added sugar and refined grains and lots of salt. Uh uh. The Puffworks baby peanut puffs have no added sugar. They have just a smidge of sodium for preservatives, and they are the perfect size for baby led weaning. They're about the size of your adult pinky finger. So, you can, baby can pick them up, self-feed them, but they're so soft that they dissolve in your baby's mouth so you can introduce these peanut puffs even before your baby has teeth. Puffworks also makes a baby almond puff for the safe introduction of a separate allergenic food category. That's tree nuts. And now, finally, Puffworks put out a combo case. So it's half baby peanut and half baby almond. So if you want to grab one case, then you can knock out two new allergenic foods. We do these on different days, though. These are just the no-stress, low-mess way to get peanut and tree nut out of the way. So you can get 15% off everything at puffworks.com when you use the affiliate discount code BLWPOD. That's a new code. It's BLWPOD. Use that sucker at checkout at puffworks.com and get peanut and tree nut safely out of the way. And I know parents and caregivers love to make and feed babies scrambled eggs, and there's nothing wrong with scrambled eggs. But keep in mind that early on at six and seven months of age, the baby doesn't have their pincer grasp yet, and they won't be able to pick up a very small piece of scrambled egg to self-feed. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. You guys ready to talk about eggs? I hope so, because this is an episode dedicated to eggs and seven easy ways to safely feed your baby egg. Now you might be like seven, that's so random. I was going to do 11, but I paired it back to seven. You're welcome. And there's actually a method to my madness here with the eggs. The seven is because when I teach my 100 First Foods approach to starting solids with baby led weaning, it's based on my five-step feeding framework. So Monday to Friday, you introduce your baby to one new food. You do five new foods a week. You do 20 foods a month. That's 100 foods before your baby turns one. Monday to Thursday, we do low-risk foods. Those are foods that are not likely to cause an allergy. But on Friday, even starting at the first week of baby led weaning, I love to see parents and caregivers offering one new allergenic food per week. We do that on Friday. I like to see you do an allergenic food twice on Friday, same one twice on Saturday, same one twice on Sunday. You're building in a three-day pad there 
to observe for any potential allergic reaction. No other new foods over the weekend, but you certainly reintroduce some of the familiar foods your baby has already had. And that way, over the course of the weekend, your baby's had, let's say, egg or whatever the allergenic food may be, six different times. We know that the data supports the idea of introducing foods like eggs early and often in order to prevent egg allergy. But keep in mind that your baby, if they're going to have an allergic reaction to egg, it's rare. Less than 2% of children are allergic to eggs, but it's unlikely to occur on the first reaction. An allergic reaction will likely occur on the second or subsequent reaction. So if you do egg six times over the course of the weekend, you've got your bases pretty well covered. So I'm going to give you seven ways that you can do egg. Hopefully you can pick six of them that you like, and you don't have to make it six different ways for your baby over the course of the weekend, but I want you to have a wide variety of ideas for how you can safely feed your baby egg. And don't worry, for those of you that aren't big egg people, or if your baby's allergic to egg, I'm also going to share for you a recipe for an egg substitute that works. Now, it doesn't count for exposing your baby to egg allergy or the egg protein rather, but it does work as far as cooking or baking because eggs act as a binding agent. They ask as a leavening agent. And this substitution, which is vegan and doesn't contain egg, will work for those of you that do have egg allergy. So let's go ahead and dive in talking all about eggs and seven easy ways you can feed your baby eggs. All right. So eggs are one of the foods that we want our babies to be exposed to early and often. Eggs are one of the big eight allergenic foods. Those are the eight foods that account for about 90% of food allergy. And if this is news to you and you're like, whoa, what? I thought babies don't eat eggs until after they turn one. That is old, outdated recommendations. We don't follow those guidelines anymore. The data supports the idea that we introduce eggs early and often starting at around six months of age. So if you want to learn more about how to introduce your baby to the potentially allergenic food egg, there's an earlier episode where I went all into depth about the research behind introducing eggs early, how it helps prevent egg allergy, and the safe way to start eggs. That's episode number 15. But my assumption here is like, all right, you're on board with the idea of feeding your baby egg, but you're like, how do I do it? Like, do I just scramble eggs all the time? And you can, your baby will probably not get bored of scrambled eggs, but Scrambled eggs are hard to eat at six and seven months of age because you don't have your pincer grasp, right? Babies develop their pincer grasp at around the eight month mark, but eggs are a food we definitely want to feed somewhere in the six or the seven month mark. So we need to find a better way to feed babies' eggs that they can self feed. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. So I'm going to go ahead and get right into it. The seven different ways 
that you can feed your baby egg. My absolute favorite way to start with feeding a baby egg, you do not have to be a gourmet chef to do this, guys, is to fry the egg. That's right. Put some of your favorite oil in the pan or nonstick spray, whatever you use to cook eggs. And if you're doing butter, remember that does contain cow's milk. That is a separate allergenic food. So make sure your baby's already been exposed to cow's milk protein a number of times without reaction before you fry an egg for the first time for your baby in butter, which is milk for the first time. We don't want to introduce two allergenic foods at the same time because if there was a reaction, how would you know which one caused the reaction? So back to frying eggs, pretty basic and straightforward. You crack the egg into the pan. What I like to do is to break the yolk so that it spreads throughout the white. And the reasoning is your baby's not going to eat a whole egg, especially if it's the first week or two of eating food. They don't really eat anything. So if you spread the yolk out, what you're doing is the white is where the protein is, and that's the potentially allergenic component. So we want to introduce and make sure baby's getting some of that. Again, they're not going to be getting very much, but you can break the yolk up in it because the yolk contains fat. The yolk contains iron. The yolk contains some important minerals and B vitamins. So I want your baby to get the best of both worlds, the white and the yolk. If you go back to that episode 13, I talk all about the history of introducing eggs and the guidance used to be wait until after age one to do egg white. But we now know that that's not wise. The whites where the protein is, that's what we want to do at around the six month mark. So fry it, cut it in strips about the size of your pinky finger or large French fry. Put two or three strips of those in your baby's bowl or mat on the table and your baby can then rake or scoop up those strips, bring it somewhere close to their mouth. The more practice they get, the more able they'll be able to actually feed themselves. So frying is the first way that I like to do eggs. Now, you certainly can do scrambled eggs. I mentioned that. Everyone makes scrambled eggs differently. My husband makes them big and fluffy. When I make them, they end up really small, like the texture of ground beef almost. So depends how you scrambled your, your eggs, but do just keep in mind that if you make the pieces really small, that's actually more of a choking hazard for your baby early on, not to mention that they don't have that pincer grasp to pick it up. So Scramble eggs if you want to, perfectly safe way to introduce your baby to egg if they can pick it up or make really big chunks of scrambled egg that they can pick up by themselves and allow them to bite off their own bite. But again, cutting the food very small early on, that is actually a choking hazard. And if you're like, what, this is news to me, or I've never heard of this, or I thought cutting it small would actually help the baby choke less, that's not true. Go back and listen to episode number six. It's called What Shape and Size Should My Baby's Food Be at First? And it kind of explains the rationale behind the offering larger pieces, especially early on. So number one is fry and strips. Number two is scramble. Number three, hard boil. I'm not going to easy ones off the list first. I think you probably figured that out. Hard boiling eggs, fabulous to offer your baby a rubbery texture. We want babies to be exposed to a wide variety of foods and flavors and tastes and textures. And eggs are so cool because once that protein coagulates with eggs, Depending upon the cooking method that you're using, it can actually be all sorts of different texture. And the texture of the yolk is actually different with hard-boiled as well. It's kind of mealy. The white's kind of rubbery. I love to hard-boil eggs. I have an Instant Pot. It takes, I do the 555. You put your eggs in the Instant Pot or whatever pressure cooker you're using. A cup of water. You pressure cook on high for five minutes. I let the steam release for five minutes. I soak it in cold water for five minutes. Peel them under running water and in around 15 minutes, I can have a ton of hard boiled eggs that are perfect texture. So you can mash it with a fork if you want to. I prefer to slice it, especially for a rubbery texture. I like to slice the eggs with a hard boiled egg slicer. And you can offer that to your baby, the bigger pieces they can pick up and easily self feed. So hard boiling is the third way. Now, another way that I like to do eggs is to bake them in egg cups. 
I think this is good once you've introduced your baby to egg by itself a few times. This would be an example of a combination food. Generally, babies who are about eight months of age or older do really well with combination foods if they've been eating solids by themselves for about six or eight weeks prior to that. And so I like to use baked egg cups as a way to A, make larger batches of breakfast food that I can then freeze since I don't like to cook breakfast from scratch every day. So you can use leftovers and serve it subsequent days in a row or down the road when you don't feel like cooking in the morning. But it's also a good medium for introducing new or different vegetables. So for example, zucchini. I like to make zucchini egg cups. I've got a great recipe for that that I'll link to for you guys on the show notes for this episode. And you can find my zucchini egg cups recipe if you go to blwpodcast.com forward slash 49. So baked egg cups is the fourth way I like to do eggs. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another way that's really easy, especially if you're starting out, is to make banana pancakes with egg. So the way we make banana pancakes is we do one, this is not hard either, one banana, the riper the better, and one egg, mash them together, cook them in about, I usually do tablespoon size at the beginning, really small, and a really easy baby led weaning recipe that you can also cut into strips to serve to your baby. So I like to take those strips and put them in a bowl or a plate, as I mentioned. The bowls that I like are the silicone suction bowls from the company called Easy Peasy. It's really important that we're feeding our baby out of the plate or the bowl and not directly off of the tray or the table. It really helps facilitate self-feeding. So if you haven't checked their bowls out, the website is easypeasyfun.com. I love their tiny bowl and their mini bowl for baby led weaning. And you can get 10% off everything at easypeasyfun.com with my code KD10. So number five are banana pancakes. Number six is French toast. Now, I'm not a big fan of bread for babies for two reasons. Dry breads can be a choking hazard, so we always want to make sure that we're moistening up the bread, and French toast, depending upon how you make it, can be pretty moist. Now, another reason why I don't love bread is because most commercial bread products tend to be too high in sodium. So if you can find a lower salt bread, one of the brands I really like is called Ezekiel Bread. Um, Most grocery stores, well, many grocery stores will have Ezekiel Bread in their bakery, but if they don't, it tends to also be in the freezer aisle just kind of a random place to find bread. But Ezekiel bread, very low sodium options. If you make it with French toast, you can use the egg bath to lather the bread in before you make it into French toast and then cut it into strips. I love to add cinnamon or nutmeg as an additional flavor profile for the baby to try. That's way number six. And the seventh way that I like to do eggs for baby led weaning is to make an egg salad using something like avocado in place of mayonnaise. Now, there's nothing wrong with mayonnaise, and this is kind of cheating because I already mentioned hard-boiled eggs, and you use hard-boiled eggs for making egg salad, but I like the idea of being able to mash it up with a different texture like avocado. You can also do it with other soft textures as well. Some families make it with olive oil. I saw someone making pumpkin egg salad the other day. Doesn't sound too appealing to me, but hey, babies will eat almost anything, so don't be scared to make an egg salad up for your baby. And then that's something that you can spread on top of toast or bread. Because remember, don't forget those dry bread and dry toast foods, crackers, etc. They can be choking hazards for babies. So we always want to moisten it up. Why not do it with something like an egg salad? 
So there you have it. That's seven easy ways to safely feed your baby eggs. I'll link to all of these ideas in a list if you'd rather read it than write it down or listen to it. And you can find that on the show notes page for this episode, which is at blwpodcast.com slash four nine. Thanks for listening. Bye now. 